We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Once again, a Kenless Ken and Curtis show. Ken Laird is at a wedding in upstate New York. So uh, lovely pictures of his family. Maya looking great. Everybody having a good weekend. So I'm here with Tyler Devitt until 10. And then the man, the myth, the legend, Nick Fitzy Stevens will be in until noon. And Tyler, good morning. Good morning, Curtis. Uh, so my situation with the, my, my opinion on this Rodney Harrison, uh, I'm sorry, Rodney Harrison just commented on it. The Tua Tagovailoa situation has been something that surprised me, mm-hmm. even though nothing should surprise me anymore. There, there has been the, the reaction 48 hours out or 36 hours out has been a lot of talk about the onus being on Tua and his decision to stay in the game, say it's a back injury, whatever it is. And my, my opinion is, that is just so laughably obtuse. Like, when you watch a boxing match, right, what's a TKO? It's, it, what happens in a TKO? A tactical knockout where the, the fighter has to be stopped by someone else to protect the fighter. Correct. So the, there isn't a knockout. There is a, the, it is the opinion of the referee that the fight needs to end because the health of the other boxer or mm-hmm. it's such a, you know, Hurricane McNeely against Mike Tyson type situation. So even in the most barbaric of barbaric sporting venues and in, 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 in sports that we have, there is a mechanism in place to prevent, to protect the fighter from himself. So in the NFL, everybody on the sideline knows that 
Tua Tagovailoa is a guy that has been absolutely put in one of the most bizarre situations of any top 10 quarterback in recent memory, where he's drafted. There's now documented evidence where Stephen Ross is encouraging the head coach of the team to tank games and lose on purpose. You have the Fitzpatrick situation where he's fighting for his opportunity to learn how to play the position. Then you have the head coach and the, I mean, and the, uh, the owner going and talking to the quarterback of your division rival, begging him to come in season to the point where they get the biggest tampering penalty in the history of the NFL. Now they go and have this incredible offseason getting Tyreek Hill and bringing all these weapons around him. And he knows that he has to perform this year in order to get that big Watson, Josh Allen kind of payday in his next contract. So he knows if he doesn't succeed this season and this season early, he may be out again. So, of course, he's going to do whatever he can to get generational money by staying on the field. It is the entire responsibility of the NFL and the team he plays for to protect him from himself. Now, I didn't see what Rodney said, but the only people I've seen saying, oh, it's it's to his fault, like he put himself in that position are like morons that call the station which or, or, or Twitter eggs, whatever. It's It's people who may have never played the game or people who I certainly don't respect their football opinion. Who's who's saying that it's to his fault? So I heard yesterday, I heard a lot of the uh, ESPN panelists. It wasn't Lewis Riddick. He was great. But there was this sort of, it, it, it was always this this commentary where they would place it and they would say, I know it's not his fault entirely, but, but, but he has no. some culpability in this. You're, then you're placing blame on him, which is totally, I'm, I think, irresponsible to do. Totally. And in GHS Daily, Nick, I didn't have a chance to tell you. So there's a cut in there. Rodney talks about uh, yesterday with the Dan Patrick show talking about how he would lie and how players know that they should lie about talking about their head and say that it was their back. Let me know if you have that, Nick. These <laughs> players are smart. They know if they say anything that's wrong with their head, they know they're coming out the game. They know they're going to miss a series or two or possibly the entire game. So the first thing they do, oh, it's not my head, it's my back, it's my ankle, it's my shoulder. And, um, you know, I would have been one of those guys too. But I just know sitting here turning 50 this year that I'm looking at this young man and saying, man, he's got so much potential for the rest of his life. He doesn't need to be out on that football field like that. And the biggest way that you can avoid the situation, and listen, Tyler, you and I consume the NFL. We watch every game. We sit on our ass watching the Red Zone channel all day. I am addicted to the NFL. So I am part of the problem. I love the sport. You called it crack, which is a a great comparison, I thought. It is America's crack. It is. You know, it is basically, it's a Cheeto on a football field. (laughs) And it, it really is perfect for our attention span. It's got enough violence. It's got a great amount of parody. It's got betting, everything that we love. And we can always watch it while consuming ungodly amounts of caloric things by eating wings and guac and whatever else. So it's perfect for America's fat ass gambling degenerate self. But. The issue here is that part of the reason you have so many players compelling them are, who are compelled to lie about their status is because the contracts aren't guaranteed. If you have a player who knows they're going to be paid no matter whether or not they stay on that field or if they sign a four-year, $80 million deal and they're in year two and they have a concussion, they'll be a little more honest about it because yep. they know they have $60 million bucks coming their way. So what do you think about uh, former players who are saying it's actually the, the onus is on the players, not Tua himself, but his teammates, to be like, 
I look in your eyes and I see that you're not there. I have to go to the head coach, Mike McDaniel, Bill Belichick, whoever it may be, Mike Tomlin, and tell him Tua Tungabailoa is not a, he's not in a good spot. He has to be removed from this game. Is Do you put the onus on players to make that call to go tell their boss, their head coach, hey, my quarterback, he just got dinged. Like He cannot be on the field. You're almost sacrificing like the team's competitive goals uh, and obviously doing the right thing to be concerned about a player's health, but like there are people who are now saying it's actually on the players to police themselves to call out their teammates who are staying on the field. That's that's kind of a weird spot for a player to be in, no? Yeah, Tyler, I, I agree. I think, of course, in a perfect world, and I do think you do see that occasionally, but sure. it's usually about a leg injury, like they're get, get the card out or you know, yeah. this guy needs to come out, but it's the NFL has set up a system by which they enable this sort of uh, non-guaranteed contractual status to remain because last time they had the CBA negotiation, right? It's a year before the completion of the current CBA. So there is a full, I think, 14, 16 months in advance of the CBA's expi- the expiring no, of the CBA. There's no lockout, correct. Yeah. So they, they meet the players because this is all about the owners needing to get a deal done so they can get the next 10-year contracts for each of the TV networks at new record money. So what they do is is they raise the floor of the minimum salary for a practice squad and the basic you know rookie contracts. I think it was $300,000, something like that. And they remain the same in every, almost every other category. They take away, you know, two-a-days. They limit the amount of padded practices. They do all these things. That of less course, work, more pay. Great. Less work, more pay for the, for the guys that actually are on the field yes. during those moments, not, you know, like Brady or, you know, Russell Wilson, whatever, hanging out. And they do that because they know they just need a majority of the players to agree to the new terms of the CBA, and they will continue to get their gravy train. And just get the bottom half of the NFL rosters to agree with your stance. And what it is is a pay raise and less work. Oh, who's against that? Exactly. Nobody. I mean, I mean the practice squad guys now actually might get a livable wage, which should already be the case. 180, I mean, 200,000. Livable wage? Right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it's also just so. And so you have these people where in every other union, specifically the Baseball Players Association, the power lies with the highest paid players. 207 for 18 weeks. So that's the new the oh, new minimum. Eleven five per week, two hundred and seven thousand total for the season for a practice squad player. Right. So those guys, all the rank and file, all voted. You remember Brady and others said don't don't vote for this. I think uh, Von Miller, some other guys yep. might have been out there very vocal. Brady saying, was very vocal, saying that this isn't a good deal. But the the owners play them like a fiddle because they don't have the Don Fear, they don't have the Scott Boris, you know, in their ear. They don't have that powerful broker. That's going to stand up for them. And I hope that what this did is really, you know, we talk about Lamar Jackson on the, we talking with the Greg Hill show. I know you guys, you know, we all did last week for the Ravens game with uh, Merloni, Fourier and Mago that he has all of the chips. If he just said, I'm not playing, they would have to pay him. Yep. He is that team and the city of Baltimore would be behind Lamar Jackson. The owners there tried their best to leak the details of whatever they had offered him, like Aaron Judge, right before the start of the season. Didn't work. These players have more leverage than they know, and they don't use it appropriately. And what you get is a Tua situation where last week against the Bills, everybody with a brain knew what you were watching was neurological, that he, hit, that he couldn't walk, he stumbles, he falls, he's totally out of it. And then it's the perfect sort of, you know, uh, situation where they have Thursday night, 
This quarterback you just saw in the premier game of the 1 o'clock window on Sunday, Bills-Dolphins, great game, is now back on the field four days later against the Bengals on the lone Amazon game. So you have that picture of Bezos and Goodell from the opening night where they're, you know, these two biggest two biggest asshats in America. And you're watching these players, specifically Tua, just holding your breath. And then when that happened, I thought maybe, maybe, well, hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he can have a normal life and he's fine. Not like, you know, Mark Savard or all these other players that have had to deal with horrible issues with concussions. But maybe that's the moment, Tyler, where the players galvanize behind this and say, listen, we need to demand real things, not less preseason games or less padded practices or, you know, higher floor, which should already be there. This should be about leveraging our skills against these owners who have nothing without us. So it sounds like this is a good time for the uh, Glenn Ordway blame pie. Oh, I love it. Uh, who gets the biggest slice of the Glenn Ordway uh, blame pie? Is it Mike McDaniel, who got a lot of uh, flack this week for saying, oh, it's just a concussion, nothing more serious than that, which is pretty <laughs> pretty serious in itself. Which, by the way, they watched MacGruber on the flight home and he laughed the whole way. Uh, I'm no doctor here. You're not supposed to watch any sort of screens like 48 hours after a concussion. <laughs> What? I didn't hear that. Oh, we, we have sound of this, Nick, if you could find it. He literally admitted yesterday, I watched a movie with Tua on the flight home yesterday, and we laughed the whole way home. Oh, let's hear it, Nick. We, we just wanted to get him um, a little more space. He came up and sat next to me on the flight, um, and he uh, we, we talked a little bit about the game. I, I kind of was um, asking him questions about how he was feeling, um, and that happened for about... 15 or 20 minutes, and then he um, pulled out uh, his phone and started uh, playing uh, my cult favorite classic movie, MacGruber, that he watched and was, like, laughing with me. Um, And he, you know, uh, he, he, I think he was just happy to be with his teammates, and all of his teammates were so elated. I mean, this was a scary, scary situation for all of us. Oh my god! So not only is he not watching on like the uh, the TV on the seat back or a huge iPad or like a, a, a television, he's watching on a small iPhone. My cult favorite classic movie, MacGruber, with <sighs> a massive concussion. We saw on national TV two concussions in like a hundred hours. Yeah, I mean, blame pie. He can have <laughs> his own pie, McDaniel. Not only for what he decided to enable by allowing two on the field, but th- those comments. I said it right after. I think it was the Patriots after Week One. McDaniel's funny now. He's not going to be funny in a month, and I didn't think it would be something like this. Yeah. But you don't get. You're not a comedian. You're not that witty. You think you're funny because you're winning. People are tolerating it. You are a boob of the highest order. That he watched and was like laughing with me. Oh my god! Like, was, does he? Did none of these people grasp what they just saw? Like he was paralyzed for a, like 20 seconds on the field. Like, and you're laughing about it post game. You're talking about MacGruber a day later. I mean, it, it is. I don't know. Are you are you outraged? Am I, am I making much ado about? Is this much ado about nothing? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Tyler Debit, uh, great uh, producer slash update slash host of the MFM show, is in with me this morning. We'll get to your calls on this. I see Jason on the line. We'll get to you coming up next. And I have a little bit more of. An interesting tidbit of Rodney Harrison yesterday talking about how he used to uh, discuss these things and what Bill Belichick would say about guys who were trying to get in after an injury. We'll get to that next, but first, here is Nick LaPan with What is Trending. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. All right. It, it feels like the lazy fall Saturdays have begun. I was up early with the, the baby and the dog, and it was like, I was like, is it 3? It was 6.30 in the morning, and it was dead as a doornail outside. It was still dark, so we're officially in. Perfect weekend to just sit on your ass and watch football. Great slate of college games today. I am looking forward to a little Alabama-Arkansas. Hope it's a game. I just root against Alabama. I don't hate them. I just like rooting against Alabama. It's kind of an odd. You're thing. BC alum. You don't uh, go to many games. Oh God, no. I mean, no. I, I I would. I mean, it, it's a blast to go to tailgate. I just have found that tailgates minus booze have not been that much fun. I can totally see that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a, it goes hand in hand. Right. There are most yeah. of my life is much better. I'm very happy to not be drinking, but. Football Saturdays at a tailgate is not a place for me to be. A lot of people enjoy it. I yeah, hope I'm, everybody goes out. On the couch is probably a great spot, too. Yeah, so. I, lo- I love the couch. It's uh, it's great. And um, I'm around all my friends, which is my family. So very exciting. Um, so enjoy the games today. We're talking about the situation in the NFL, Tua's uh, injury on Sunday, and then, then his ability to play in that uh, horrific uh, scene we had Thursday night on Amazon Prime, getting your thoughts on the entire situation. If you'd like to join us, 617-779-7937. Let's start off uh, in New Hampshire with Jason. Good morning, Jason. How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. And i got to tell you, your uh, boxing analogy is spot on. Right? The players are there to play. They don't take themselves out. They need somebody to take them out. And I can tell you, uh, I had a 
significant concussion in 2006. And I sat in a dark room with uh, no lights, no television, no music, one visitor, one hour, one day for six weeks. Did you watch MacGruber? <laughs> I did not. I watched nothing. But I got to tell you, you know, you should really talk to a neurologist because, like, let's say that they follow protocol. Let's say somebody on that field said, hey, this guy's okay, put him back out there. Then, then who are you going to blame? You've got to change the protocol, right? Like, however they set this thing up, this is a clear example of it not working. Like, yeah. you know. No, good point, Jason. I, I agree. It's, of course, you can find blame in many different avenues here. You can find blame in, in Tua if he did indeed say it was a back instead of a head. All of that. I, I get it. But at the end of the day, you have a product. What is Roger Goodell's big thing? Protect the shield, right, Tyler? That's his, he, whatever, he always falls back on, I'm here to protect the integrity of the NFL. And in this, you are absolutely putting a, 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 a just, you're, you're, you're eroding the shield by doing this type of behavior. You're devaluing it, too, because it's like, well, we know Roger Goodell's job is to protect the 32 teams, the owners, uh, and so forth, but... Is it ever to protect the players? Like, you guys asked Devin McCourty a great question yesterday, and he said, like, no, the job of Roger Goodell and the owners is to grow the game. Right, and the issue, and, and it was uh, it was a great question uh, that led to that. And, that was a uh, wiki question, Yeah, right? it was a wiki question. Wiki said, yeah, I, what do you talk about? And uh, Devin is brilliant in that response because he understands the business as well as anybody, but it's dumb business by Robert Kraft and the owners to allow this type of behavior because you know what's going to happen if we have more events like we saw Thursday night? The game's going to be totally unrecognizable. You're going to you're going to think about the changes. Really, the NFL post-Polian, when the Colts couldn't beat the Patriots, they changed the game entirely from a well-balanced defense offense to entirely offensive football. Now, your son's now, of course, the age of football playing that I'm close to, and he's a newborn. Right. But now as a parent, I'm curious, your perspective, does it change at all seeing like you were Chris Curtis, the producer, but now as Chris Curtis, the parent, how do you view what happened with Tua now that you do have a newborn? Like, would you let your kid play football no, after, I would seeing, not. after seeing what you saw? No, I and I, it's, it's tough because my best friends, my favorite experience in my life was playing football for three years in high school, and we weren't good. It wasn't, you know, we weren't any, we went four and four and everybody was like, woo, good year. It was just that you learn so much about yourself and others. It's, it's truly the only real team game where everybody works on their own thing. And I had emotional growth, maturity, all that stuff. Football was great for me. I love it more than anything. I love football more than anything outside my family. But it is something where I don't want to be, as someone who's in charge of my son until he's 18, I do not want to be enabling a behavior that could cause brain damage. And if you're my kid, you have half a brain to begin with. I don't want to have any further damage to that. So flag football is all for me. But no, I would not um, allow my son Interesting. today to play football. But uh, I think that's a lot of parents. It's in a lot of parents' minds, and probably they saw that hit at least against the Bills, and then a second time in five days, and they're like, "Why am I letting my kid do this? Like, yeah, there's no thirty million dollars. Like, is there a price that I'm putting on my kid's health?" I don't know any parents thinking that way. That's a great point, too, Tyler, because when you think about the business of the NFL and protecting the shield, what's a big issue? We had studies a couple of years ago. I think Mutt, we were talking about it, but the the youth football participation rates were declining when all these other sports were increasing. And how do you maintain the life of an organization or a sport? You need to have kids engaged in the sport. Otherwise, at a certain point, 
it's no longer a, a popular sport in America. So things like that on Thursday night where families are watching the game, I don't know what's, whether it's one family or a thousand families, that's still a big deal. Uh, continue taking your calls on this. Let's go to uh, Justin in New Hampshire on the Tua NFL concussion situation. Hey, Justin, good morning. Hey, Curtis. I agree with you. I think that the Players Association needs to step in and take over these doctors and pay them because if their money's coming from the owners, they're going to agree with the owner's side. Not saying all doctors. But another thing, too, is look at this gear that they are wearing now. Yes, it's protecting them, but it's also making them hit harder. They feel like they're all mighty slamming into them. So they need to work on technique of hitting and also get these doctors on the player side, not the owner side. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's a good point. And Wiggy kept saying that the doctor's independent yesterday. It's not, if you're being paid by the NFL, you are not independent. And just like, you know, the Celtics hired an independent law firm to conduct the investigation into the EMA situation, but that law firm is not independent. I mean, they're being paid by the Celtics. So, of course, I believe they did a, a good job, but... If you're Emay and yep. you're fighting for your contract, you don't believe that that investigator was independent because no. he was hired by Wick Grosbeck. If Chris Curtis wanted to go see an independent doctor, it would come out of your pocket. Exactly. It would not come out of Odyssey's pocket. Exactly. And um, although I don't know if Odyssey pays for any of my doctors. No, but... health insurance is not a thing around here. <laughs> uh, let's go to Nick and Randolph. Good morning. Hey, um, yeah, I don't really understand this at, uh, too much because he was cleared by the protocols. The guy's a football player. He wants to play the game. He knows the risks. And three days later, I mean, they could have voted out the Players Association on the last contract Thursday night games. I don't think if, even if you get a doctor representing the players in quotes, he's going to do the same thing. It's a, it's a violent game. There's, uh, this is always going to happen. I don't understand. Oh, like, Nick, what you, was Nick, supposed Nick, to Nick, happen? Hold on. I want to have a conversation. No, I'm not hanging up on you. What, what is the difference here between what happened to Tua and a regular football injury? You know the difference is neurological, right? Of course it's a violent game, but it's not nearly yeah. as violent as it was 20 years ago when you could hit people going over the middle and you could hit the quarterback when he threw the ball. There's been a lot of changes to make the game you know, safer and to protect the most valuable players being quarterbacks. And so Tua wanted to go back in. I go back to my boxing analogy. Why is there such a thing as a technical knockout in a boxing match? Well, obviously the guy can't stand. He's all right. He's, right, he's, exactly. He's concussed. Right. So why is that? In, in boxing, we allow a referee to tell a player he can't go. But in football, if a guy says, oh, no, it's my arm, it's broken, even though he's seeing stars, we allow him to go back in the game. Yeah, but how do you know he's seeing stars? Because you saw I mean, him I mean, stumble the, to the ground. You're talking Sunday night. Sunday um, he stumbled. The, Sunday, the next yeah. game was, I mean, even for a guy that's not suffering a major injury, to play a football game at that level three days later is absurd on its face. But to say that you saw a, Tua. The, but those are the rules, though, and those are the rules that the players and the owners, like, all. what I'm saying is it's, there's, there's this massive gray area with these concussions because you don't know if the guy's lying to you or not. You don't know. He's got his, like you just said a few minutes ago, you know, he's right. He's got these two burners on, you know, it's his last year. He wants to sign that big contract that'll set him up for generations. Right. Like, you know, I'm just saying it's a big, big gray area. And I don't ever think you're going to get these massive hits out of the game without it being a good game to watch.
No, it's a slippery slope, Nick. You made good points. I, you know, you, you the game today. I still watch. You still watch, but. If you really wanted to be, me to be honest, I preferred the game in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, punters getting creamed in the Pro Bowl. Hell right. yeah, let's I mean, do it. You got Sean Adam, Taylor, let's go. Adam Vinatieri running down Herschel, not Herschel Walker. Who the hell did he run? I think it was Herschel Walker. It was Herschel Walker. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, in Jerry's game, world. I mean, then Jerry's world. <laughs> yeah. And then you had the, you know, I loved watching and rooting for the Patriots with Rodney going after Marvin Harrison, hitting him in the head in the, in the end zone of the AFC Championship. Those rules changed. The game's different. I still watch it, and the game's more popular now than it's ever been. So they have made changes, and people still watch. But I hate the slippery slope argument, Tyler, where it's like, what What if they do, do they do this, then this is going to change? No, just keep it to the neurological disorders. Keep it to concussions. Keep it to things that will prevent you from being able to, to live a normal life as you retire from the sport of football. I'm not sure I disagree with that last caller who said there's really no blame to be placed because the procedures, the tests were conducted by the doctors who, with their medical expert analysis, said that he did not, did not have a concussion. So if you pass a concussion test and that information is relayed to Mike McDaniel, I don't really know what more you want the doctors to do because there is, I mean, Mike Florio wrote today, and I thought this was a really good point, the loophole regarding gross motor instability should be closed under the current protocol. A player who demonstrates gross motor instability must be evaluated for concussion. He can, however, return to play if the team physician and the unaffiliated uh, neurotrauma consultant conclude that the gross motor instability did not have a neurological cause. So if he's wobbling, like we noticed on the field, and it's determined that it was by back injury, then he's allowed to go back in. So that's how he was cleared. I'm not so sure this is a doctor issue, because if that's the, the loophole that Mike Florio is pointing to, if you pass concussion tests, what more do you want a doctor to do besides go for an abundance of caution to remove a player from a game? After passing test, right, it's that slippery slope. Oh, no, it is, and it's also on on the side of the the gentleman from Randolph. I forget his first name. He just called. Maybe having a concussion. Um, the you know that this is going to occur. Let's say Super Bowl forty nine, right? Patriots Seahawks. The Patriots are down ten in the fourth quarter. They're now down only three points. They're driving down the field. Edelman gets demolished by the Legion of Boom over the middle. Gets up, stumbles down. And then he gets another pass thrown to him near the goal line, and he's wobbly, man. He gets up, and he definitely was concussed in that game. Could you imagine if the Patriots lose that game because after the first hit, the independent concussion guy comes in and says Edelman's done for the game? Could you also imagine if it's then found that Edelman didn't have a concussion and the Patriots lose the game? I'm not saying that this is a easy solve. I'm just saying when it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. And when you see what happened, and it was the perfect timing of it in terms of all eyeballs, the Thursday night greed game, what Mark Cuban said, that the NFL's got to be careful because pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. This is a little bit much trying to dominate each night. I believe the way in which it occurred has to resonate with the people making the decisions that maybe this drive to $25 billion a year in revenue may end up ruining us before it gets us this huge amount of money that we're hoping for. So let's go back to Sunday. If you were, you know, Roger Goodell and you were the czar of the football world, if you see a wobbling to a tongue of Iloa, would you want doctors to remove him, not even just to get tested, remove him from the game for an abundance of caution, and he's out yes. just for wobbling. You want him to be removed. For, if I saw, if I were in charge, let's say I was hired independently and I was doing the Bills-Dolphins game, and I watched that, I would say I want him to... No test needed, you're done. The, the Mass General okay. of South Florida, get him there, get him tested, and then we'll figure it out. 
that makes sense. Take him to the hostel for testing and, right. and do it from there. Remove him from the stadium. Your night's remove over. Everything. Your your night's done. But what's interesting in like in the in the world of college football, it's not an NFL rule. If you do targeting, which can cause concussions, oh, that is you the miss, worst rule. You miss a half of football or the the next game's first half. But if you get a concussion, oh. like it, it makes it makes no sense. The it's, targeting it's a rule, may, <laughs> the targeting rule, Tyler may ruin my entire thought because that has ruined my enjoyment of college football. The most random play, and there's like a seven-minute delay, and they're looking at this like cell phone-sized video camera. I don't even understand it. And the offensive player can leave with his helmet down with the crown of his helmet, but the yeah. defensive player can't do the same. It makes no sense. It's a totally different topic, but it, it, yeah. the head injuries will never go away in football. I don't know how you legislate it. I mean, we got a ton of calls with a million opinions on this. Right. I don't know what the right answer is. No, and I think the other issue, before we get back to the calls, and that's a great point about targeting. They really butchered that in college football. But um, the the betting component component now in sports now that it's legal i think and i'm whatever it's it's everywhere and it's as easy as can be most places in america so now that you have billions of legal money on these games or millions of legal money on these games you don't think that there's some gambling component where this independent doctor removes the star quarterback in the middle of the game there's a lot to this now now that the nfl is fully in bed with all these fan duel you name it there is going to be, I'm sure, a component about... That's why we have injury reports. It is yep. nothing, the only reason, you know this, but the only reason we have injury reports weekly in the NFL is because of gambling. They needed to make it so the public and the people making the lines had similar information. And you can find the list on the internet. You can just search it. Uh, unaffiliated, I guess, league-affiliated neurologists. The people that are on the neck and spine committee for the NFL are all like Arizona Cardinals, former team physician. It's people who used to be the team physicians for, for actual 32 NFL teams that have been elevated to a legal office position of being a neurologist. So, of course, these people do have some sort of bias going on. Right. It's sort of like if you ever watched, uh, oh, what was the sick, um, there was a Hulu series about the Oxy, the um, the Sackler family scumbags and the, the, uh, the disposition, the, what the hell is their drug, Oxy? Oxycontin? Oxycontin. The, the, um, the, the manner in which the FDA, people who used to work for the Sackler family, would hire, I'm sorry, the, the Sackler family would guarantee people at the FDA jobs within their company on a board so that they would approve and say that these drugs were not addictive. Pay anyway, them off, yeah. It's all the, in every walk of life. Anyway, uh, let's get back to your calls on this. Let's go to uh, Bill down the Cape. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hey, Curtis, how you doing? Great show. Thanks, buddy. Um, I think we can all agree that uh, two was definitely concussed Thursday night. You know, you can argue uh, Sunday. I don't think it's an argument, but people can. Thursday night, he was definitely concussed. And I would think the Dolphins would have to follow a protocol, but yet they tell you he's on the plane going back watching a movie. You know, when you get concussed, the protocol, as I understand it, should be darkness, no activity, remaining very calm. I just don't understand how the Dolphins are even, you know, attempting to uh, use the protocol. No, it's a good point. I, I mean, of all the idiots uh, this past week, I would say Mike McDaniel may get the award for dumbest of the week in terms of the way in which you react to that. There's a time and a place to be, you know, to bring some joy and, and levity to a situation. That was not the time or the place. Anyway, we see you guys lined up. 617-779-7937. Dope sick. Thank you, Texter. Dope sick on Hulu. Very good series, by the way, if you're interested um, on the disgusting underbelly of the drug uh, peddling of pain medicine. But uh, 617-779-7937. 
your calls on this, and we'll hear from Rodney Harrison about his reaction and interactions with Bill Belichick when he would try and get back into a game next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Do you ever lie to Belichick and just say, I'm good, I'm, you know, I'm staying in the game? Yeah, all the time. And I stayed in the game. And if I didn't have anything major like an ACL or a pulled hamstring or a groin or something like that, there's no way you're taking me out, out of the football game because we're just wired a certain way. We're wired to be able to go out there, hit. We know we're going to be in a little pain. They, they, they talk to you all the time about toughness and your ability to, you know, stay in the game. And that's what football players do, man. You know, if, if it's if it's a head injury, we're staying in the game. If it's something lower extremity that we can't control, we're coming out the game. That is Rodney Harrison. By the way, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Laughable that he's not. Everybody hates him because he, you know, got fined for hitting dirty, whatever. Back in the day, that's the way the game was played. He's a Hall of Famer. That was him yesterday on the Dan Patrick Show talking about how he used to lie to stay in games, but now as a guy turning 50 with a family, wishes he had taken better care of himself and been more honest when he was playing, and we need more honesty out of these guys. So we've been talking about the Tua situation. Uh, Big reaction this morning to that, so we'll continue taking your calls. Tyler bringing his expertise to the Ken and Curtis show, so thank you. I just threw a text at you, and I want to get your on-air reaction to it. Uh, 37937, a texter said Tua will retire after the season, so your guy, Tom Brady has a clear path to go to where he wants, Utopia, Miami. So, Wiggy, I think, is right on this in that now that Brady's marriage appears to at least be uh, dissolved to the point of separation, if not more, that he believes that uh, Brady's going to keep playing until the wheels fall off. I hope he does not. I love Tom. That's well established. He's 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 getting old. Like you just Tom, you've had a great career. I don't want it to end with you like Yarmy or Yager sticking around for another ten years. Montana with the Chiefs. No, oh my no god! Thank you. you know, like you know, like Wiggy in the morning show. So <laughs> let's let's hope that uh, that is not true. But I I could totally see that. That's Tom wanted to be in Miami right now. I mean, that's well, that, that, that was the plan until the Flores lawsuit, and it would require Tua to walk away, which doesn't seem like out of the question. I mean, you have two massive injuries like this, right? That close together, like that's gonna scare you. I know it, it, the Andrew Luck thing. There, the one other thing that the NFL has to be relatively concerned—not very concerned because they're still printing cash—but Andrew Luck, Luke Keekley, There's a bunch of players. Chris Borland. He was Chris 24. Borland. He had two concussions in a month. Was an All-Pro linebacker for the Niners. Walked away after the age of 24. Unbelievable. Uh, so uh, we will see. I don't believe that Tua will be back as the starting quarterback of the Dolphins next year, whether that's injury or otherwise. I, I believe that that texture is correct, at least in the part about Tua. Let's continue with your calls on this. Uh, let's go to Columbus, Ohio. AJ, uh, good morning. Hey, hey, how are you? I'm actually a psychiatrist here in uh, Columbus, Ohio. I trained at Ohio State. I'm a, I'm a Waltham High graduate, so I listen to you guys all the time. Um, anyway, um, uh, can we you know, talk uh, at like? Guys, uh, can we talk later today? Do you have any availability? Of course. Okay, good. Of Thank course. You. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so I remember my training. So I have uh, probably what twelve years of experience, and uh, 
you know, 14 years of training or something like that. Um, and, you know, I, I've seen a lot in my career. And uh, in my training at OSU, I remember, you know, these cases of these guys coming through, you know, these, these football players coming through, and it, it, it's just heartbreaking. And, you know, now, now when I'm in practice now, one of the first things I always ask, you know, especially the guys, you know, but all, all, the, all my, you know, younger people especially, is did you play any sports? And, you know, um, most of them say yes. Most of them say they played either lacrosse or some kind of like, um, some kind of sport like that. And they almost always say they got knocked out and had a bell rung or something. And that's probably one of the reasons why they're in my office and why the medicines aren't working. And, and I'm telling you that, you know, you know, I'm not a father yet, but I hope to be someday. And um, they're not going anywhere near a football field. You know, I'm, I'm telling you right now. And, you know, I played basketball as a kid. And, you know, I never really had a head injury. I was fortunate enough for that. But um, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty good sport for me. Uh, but, you know, you just got to be careful out there. And, you know, there's something in the water in places like Ohio and like these other places that generate these football players. And, you know, it's just, it's just heartbreaking what happens to them. And, you know, the treatments just don't work. And, and, you know, for all pretty much all the other diagnoses that we have in mental health, they all work very, very well. But, you know, somebody's got a history of a head injury. They just don't. That's just reality. All right, AJ, thanks for the call. Um, yeah, I don't think football's dying in Columbus, Ohio, ever. Nope. It will be the last uh, bastion of football. Urban Meyer has a bar there. It's not dying. It's alive and well. Urban Meyer. Wow, you're a Jacksonville guy. I am a Jacksonville guy. What a difference Doug Peterson makes. Yes. Unbelievable. Talk about a guy that just was, did he just think it, he was like godlike, like you could just show up and players would improve? Like what a disaster. That might be. Top five worst hiring in NFL history. There's going to be a 30 for 30 on that one day. Like, how did a such beloved, respected college guru who's considered a top five coach all time in college football give, like, zero effort? Well, I stayed to see the grandkids. He wasn't flying home with the team after losses on Thursday Night Football so he can go party at his bar, like, and he go is, fondle women. He is the NFL patino. That's very, very fair. He screwed up his professional coaching career, much much like Rick Pino did. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. They both had a brief issue at a restaurant. hey <laughs> Brian in Watertown, good morning. Yeah, I watched that hit on Tua. There is no way what he had was a back injury. I've had back injuries. You do not go noodly. You freeze and you try to not move and try to figure out what the hell you have to do to get to some place where you're not dying in pain. There was no way that was a was a back injury, head injury all the way. He should not have been playing the rest of that game. That was crazy. And either the doctor is an idiot or he's taking money for influence from uh, gamblers or he's taking pressure from his coaches and the league to put a product that they want on the field on the field. And none of those are good options. Yeah, I, I, I would say that the, it's a good point in that the, the answer is that if the answer is that the doctor was just incompetent, well, then that still puts the onus of the situation on the people that hired the doctor that gave the false diagnosis and of the quarterback. that would be two people that were incompetent. Right. The team physician and the league-affiliated neurologist. And it's just like, I, I, I hate that they have tried to stick to a narrative that they know won't stick and isn't resonating with the people they're trying to have it stick with. Like, even down in South Florida, Lebetard and the people down there, there's nobody that's carrying the water for the organization saying... Oh, let's. I believe them. It was a back injury. I mean, yes, it could be true that Tua said it was his back. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dispute that. 
there's also a lot of cases where people who are concussed say things that are nonsensical. So that's why they ask people, like, who's the president? Where are you? What's your name? Like, because neurological injuries lead to people saying things that aren't accurate. And I think just by the letter of the law, the doctors followed what they were supposed to do. They are not allowed to remove a player from a game based upon the video we saw from Tua, which anyone with two eyes can tell you that's a concussion. The letter of the law does not allow the doctors to remove Tua based on that. That allows them to evaluate him for a concussion. He's not placing concussion protocol based on just wobbling. That's probably the way it should be and probably the way it's trending towards the change it will likely be. But all it does is allow them to evaluate him. He ran through a five-layer test, passed it with flying colors, didn't show any signs of symptoms Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I just don't know how much blame I can put on the doctors. I don't don't think there's anything nefarious here. It was a big game, of course, and people want to correlate that with the magnitude of the game and the doctors recognizing that. I can't get into that angle of it, but I just don't know how much blame I put on the doctors for this because what they're allowed to do, they did legally. Right. No, and I think if you ever want to understand the NFL and their attempt to sort of blur the truth, look at the treatment Dr. Bennett Amalu got as he was going around showing the signs of CTE in former NFL players when he was discussing concussions trying to get people to understand the massive concussion problem in the NFL. They tried to discredit him. They tried to remove his funding. They attacked everything he said, and they have fought. The NFL has fought, ask Wiggy, tooth and nail to pay a dime to people that have had their lives cut short from concussion issues that led to CTE, who played and laid the foundation of the sport you watch today. They have no interest in fixing the problem. They have an interest in avoiding the topic and moving forward to Sunday so that there's 20 games that people will discuss. And to be candid, the people that own the teams that employ Roger Goodell are really the people with blood on their hands because they are enabling this behavior. And if you want to see the game cleaned up and last a long time, you need to have what happened to Tua stop happening. I always believe that the NFL does the right thing at the end of the day. God, honest to God, is there a more pukey... Voice. Hey, he donated his salary during COVID. So. Uh, I mean, hey, you know, God bless him. I mean, I actually, for me, it goes Mahatma Gandhi, then Goodell, the two greatest people of all time. Um, <laughs> coming up next, I'm going to explain to you, Tyler, as Nick is uh, navigating his way to the uh, great studio, why the Patriots are going to win on Sunday. I, I am <laughs> not being crazy here. I, I didn't. I may have been concussed, but I'm going to talk a little about this game Sunday. Why the Patriots decided to do this nonsensical thing with Mac Jones where he's practicing and they're not practicing. We'll get to all that coming up next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.